Welcome to the West Side Podcast, where you can find real help for real life. We hope you'll take a second right now and subscribe to this podcast and let us know how we can help. You can find out more at westsidecommunitychurch.com. Now join us for this week's installment of the West Side Podcast. Well, welcome to week four of Change Your World. My name is Steve. And I'm Gabe. And we are here at Aloha High School. I know, where it all started yeah. for you. For me. This, yeah. is, this is where I started with Westside was at Aloha High School. Back in the old days when we were meeting here. Yep. Yeah. But we are talking today about uh, influence. Yeah. And when I think about influence, this idea that pops into my head is proximity. Right. Okay. Which which means kind of how close am okay. I? Right. Okay. We're here on the football field at a little high school, and uh, I think about the first time that I went to a concert, uh, a sporting event. I sat in the nosebleeds, like I'm talking last row at the wall. Oh wow. Yeah. Which is like the only tickets we can afford. Yeah. Right? Totally. Sometimes. Totally. And but it was a long ways away from the action. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I could. What really was the have event? any impact? It was a hockey game. Okay. So pretty safe, way up. Those were the loudest. Not going to get hit by the no. puck. No, yeah. but might get hit by the guy sitting next to you. <laughs> yeah. But it it was that was a long ways away. And and you didn't feel like you had a lot of impact. You're just kind of observing from a distance. And then I remember the first time I ever sat at like the 50-yard line. Oh yeah. Well, that was a totally different experience. I could yell at people. <laughs> I could tell the refs what I thought. Totally different experience, but still a little bit of a distance, right? Ways away. And then last year, I remember that uh, when my kid would play football at our home games, we would be the, or at our away games, sorry, we would be the chain gang, the people that were right on the field marking the first down markers. Those by far were the best seats in the house, other than playing. Now I'm yeah. too old to play now, but but that was the best seats. You're right there, right? And I think it's, the same was true for every concert that I ever went to. Mm-hmm. The experience was totally We almost got different. to reach out and touch Chris Martin at a Coldplay concert a few years ago, which was pretty great. It's, yeah. It totally it's changes amazing. the experience, yeah. Yeah. right? And I think that that proximity has a lot to do when we think about this cha- this idea of change your world and, and how we are having an impact on each other and even mm. when, how Jesus... Did his ministry for sure absolutely had to do with proximity yeah that's good well let's jump into that okay hey this week we're studying matthew chapter 4 which is jesus's kind of recruiting moment with the disciples the original disciples yeah. the og disciples and um in matthew 4 he basically jesus was at the sea of galilee you know the lake mm-hmm. there and he was looking for his recruits he knew he was here for a mission and that mission wasn't just about just him, you know? Right. I mean, imagine if Jesus had never had disciples, right. just him. Right. You know, it would have gone nowhere. One and done. <laughs> One and done. But no, he recruited people because that's the name of the game when yeah. it comes to what God is trying to do in this world. And so it goes, he saw two brothers, Simon also called Peter and Andrew, and they were fishing, right? And they were throwing their net in the water. And it says in verse 19 of Matthew 4, it says, Jesus called out to them, come follow me and I will show you how to fish for people. Now, we're not told exactly like how much conversation they'd had before this. You know, we know there was a little bit of interaction before this. This was not their first exposure to Jesus. They knew about who he was. Apparently, 
Uh, Andrew, at least, had already talked to Jesus before this. Um, but it says they had a reaction to that invitation that Jesus made. And it says they left their nets at once and followed him. Big, big shift. Like, all of a sudden, they're like, done. I've been waiting for an invitation like this. I'm in, leaving my nets and the implications financially leaving work. alone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, quitting their job. I mean, thankfully, Jesus is not asking all of us to quit our jobs yeah. so that we can follow him. But in this case, he was. Yeah. It says a little farther up the shore, he saw two other brothers, James and John, sitting in a boat with their father Zebedee, repairing their nets. And he called to them too. And they immediately followed him, leaving their boat and their father behind. I mean, wow. I mean, in their case, I can kind of see because their stuff was broken. They were trying to repair it. So they're probably like, oh, dad, (laughs) this stuff is so old. On you, dad. See you later. (laughs) Totally. But, you know, when we think about what influence looks like, Jesus is our ultimate model, you know, in every way. I mean, he said, I've come to serve. He gave his life for us. He uh, is so gentle and patient and humble and all those things. But no one in the history of the world has ever had more influence than Jesus. And he did it in three years yeah. of public ministry. That's crazy. What, you know, was just unimaginable. And so we're talking this week about what does influence look like in your own life? And, um, and so we're going to kind of bat around some ideas. There's a little framework that we've been kind of learning uh, on our team. And it's interesting as you look at your own sphere of influence, you know, Jesus recruited 12 to yeah. begin with. Um, eventually, it ended up that he also had kind of a, a core three, Yeah. you know, but he also had all these other people he was influencing. So when you think about who is in your world that God wants you to influence, and he does want us to be up close. Yeah. It doesn't happen when you're in the top, no. you know, the top row. Uh, it definitely happens way up close. I'll tell you, though, that was yeah. so freeing to really think about how Jesus had those different proximities that yeah. that I went, oh, I don't have to have 72 people that I'm best buds with. That's right. Yeah. That it was, there were, there, there are a handful of people that yes. were closer and, and we're seeing more of what's going on in my life. That's than, right. Somebody, when I was in college, one of my professors said Jesus had a cone of relationships and he always went like this, a cone of relationships. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, at the very smallest part was John, the apostle who, who, calls himself out in the new testament in kind of a funny way he's like i'm john basically the apostle whom jesus loved um you know like jesus is bff and then he had (laughs) then he had the three um which was peter james and john how did how did not get punched in the mouth i don't know i mean maybe he had waited till everybody died and then he (laughs) said that um but and then he had the 12 yeah right which we can start to see this here forming And then he had 72, and then there were 500, and then there were thousands and thousands. But it was true that he gave himself more fully to John and yeah. then Peter, James, and John, and then the 12. And uh, I just heard today that Jesus spent three quarters of his time with the 12 and, and then the three. Hmm. Three quarters of his time. So if you think about how you organize your life, sometimes we're like, oh, I got five minutes over here and five minutes over there and five minutes over here. And it's like... Man, no wonder we feel pulled in so many directions because we're not focusing in on who is it that God has called us to actually connect with. Three years, three quarters of those three years, really 12 people. people. And it's, we're still talking about it. Revolutionize the world. (laughs) Yeah. So don't feel guilty if you don't know a thousand people or if you don't spend time with a thousand people because the truth is, it usually changing your world is pretty, your world is smaller than you think it is, you know? Okay. But, but I, then I wrestle with this idea of I've, there's so many 
there are, there are so many relationships that we have across social media mm-hmm. and the people that we go to work with. And there's so many people. How do you narrow that to figure out who are my 12, even who are my three? Yeah. I'm glad you asked. Oh, good. Okay. Good. Hey, we have four, four things that we now know. Jesus was looking for four characteristics in people. And the first one is he's looking for people who are available. Okay. And, um, you know, when you look at like, he walks along for one, he made himself, he made himself available because he's like right next yeah. to these guys on the shore. Right. Yeah. And so he's kind of walking past them. They knew who he was and he goes, come follow me. Um, he was looking for people that would say yes. And that might be an interesting thing. Cause if you're like, who am I supposed to influence in this world? Especially if you're starting to wrestle through, and I hope you are the reality that if you follow Jesus, that's not all. Yeah. Your goal, Jesus is calling your life is to help other people follow him too. So how are you going to help someone else follow Jesus? Um, so he's looking for somebody who's going like, okay, yes, I, I will do that. I will come to this Bible study. I will sit with you at coffee. I will have a conversation with you. I will allow you to, you know, uh, be in my life yeah. available. And you've, you've pointed to the, the parable where Jesus talks about casting seeds and mm-hmm. where some of them grew. Great. Okay. I'm yep. going to water those versus I, somebody's not available because I've yep. reached out to them. Hard and they, ground. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Focus on the available. Yeah. Uh, so that's the A. And if you, you can, Peter, Andrew, James, John, um, they were all looking for more. And that might be a clue in that available. Mm-hmm. Looking for something more, clearly, because they left what they were doing. The, and then there's an F. So it's AF. And, and that's faithful. And what we do know about Andrew, that again, this wasn't his first interaction with Jesus, because the first time he met Jesus, he went and told his brother about it. And so already Andrew's like, oh my gosh, I want to I want to engage in this. And so Jesus looked at him as a, as a person who could be faithful. Mm-hmm. And then he was, mm-hmm. uh, Melissa and I have actually been to St. Andrew's church in, uh, in Italy and it's something and his, his tomb is there, but you know, just calls out this whole faithfulness that Andrew had to take in the message and sharing it with his brother. So available, yeah. faithful, and then there's teachable. Who, who, who do you think of? Like, if you think of one of the apostles, you think, or the disciples, who do you think of as a teachable one? Peter. Yeah. And he, why, how come? He would screw up <laughs> and learn from it. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I mean, that's so true. I thought the same thing. And yeah. it's funny because like we look at Jesus, yeah, like, yeah. you know, he's recruiting like the, like the pack 10 or something, yeah. you know? No, he, he's like, who's going to be honest enough to admit when they've messed yeah. up? And go, okay, I want to learn the right way. And wrestle through. What? Yeah. 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 So it goes available, faithful, teachable. And the last one is responsive. And um, it's like James and John immediately followed him. Yeah. You know, responsive to, to what's going on. So if like you're looking around in your life going, who could I spiritually influence? And again, we hope you are. This is where we're headed as a church, as a, we believe that the Bible teaches this is what we're yeah. up to. Um how do you find people who are responsive and what's the clue? Uh, it might be the initiative test to go like, hey, I'm doing this thing. Or, mm-hmm. hey, how can I partner with you? Or, you know, you, you back up and go like things that Westside does. Good neighbor project. Who yeah. shows up, you know? Yeah. Um, opportunities. Who's there responding? And Jesus found those things. A-F-T-R. After. Follow after him. Yeah. And he goes, this is, you know, this is how we're going to build 
uh, a team that changes the world. Now, every one of us is called to build a team that changes the world. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's our, technically our world is, is just very small. Yeah. So you want to talk about what we're asking people to think about this week? Think about two things. Who are my three? Who are the people that are closest to me? Uh, and who are my 12? Three in those 12, right? It's not 15. Three in those 12. It's that's so important. Yeah, that's it's, good. So it's probably more like looking at what Jesus did. He said he had 12. And then of those 12, he had three that he spent more time with. Who are those people that you're spending time with, that you're influencing? If you're in a group right now, there's there might be some of those people that are, mm, that's that are your group. Uh, it might be your family that you're spending some uh, some time actually going through these concepts with. Uh, the the people that you that you spend time with outside of those mm-hmm. groups, you start to look at them and say, okay, who f- who fits in this yeah. after using this after framework? Yeah, who fits there, and and start to invest in them. That's good. And you've pointed out before recently, actually, that there is this dynamic about changing your world, and especially if you're thinking about it through the lens of Jesus and what His mission is. You know, we're here to help people find and follow Jesus that there's this one hand back, one hand forward thing. Yeah. Can you explain that real quick? Yeah, so that, I've always thought of that as like a, a, a link in the chain or, yeah. or a group of people climbing a mountain. And if I am the person that everybody else is investing in, I'm the end of that chain. Mm-hmm. Like all of their effort in front of me is just ends in me. That's it. Mm. <laughs> and I don't want to be that person, Yeah. right? I want to, I want to take all of that effort and all of that, uh, all everything that was poured into me and I want to continue to pour it down. If I'm only the person that's going, no, I'm only pulling the people behind me, then I almost get this complex that I'm going to save all these people Mm. that are behind me. Yeah. Right. That I am, I'm the man. They just, they just need me. I'm at the front of the line and I don't want to be that. I want to be that link that's in that chain and saying, I always have people that I, I am listening to and being discipled by and people that I am going, hey, come with me. As I go on this journey, come with me. And I'm pulling them along with me. So good. Yeah. And so in that sense, you know, not only are we looking for people who are available, faithful, teachable, responsive, let's be those people and let's be teachable, coachable and, you know, be connected mm-hmm. to somebody else who's further along the path than us, who's kind of pulling us forward. Yeah. But this week, we want to encourage you to think about who's the three and who are the 12 that you could be influencing spiritually. So have a great discussion with your group. Thanks so much for being part of Change Your World. And we'll see you again next week. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Westside Podcast. We hope that you'll be taking some next steps in your faith journey, and we'd love to help with that. The most important step you can take is following Jesus. And if today you decided to make that step, we want to encourage you and help you. You can text the word Jesus to 503-905-9067, and we're going to send you some things in the mail to help you grow in your faith. We also would encourage you to stop by this Sunday for a live service, either online or on site right here in the Portland, Oregon area. You can find out more at Westside Community Church dot com.